Welcome, friends, to Golf is a Four-Letter Word. Approaching the tee box now, your host, Craig Dufton. Good morning and welcome, everybody, to Golf is a Four-Letter Word. And I'm welcoming back the lovely and talented J9. Good morning. Thanks oh. for having me. Oh, you're My dear welcome. husband. <laughs> <laughs> My dear husband. Wow, this is great. So it's just the two of us today, but we did golf quite a bit this week. And um, we golfed with uh, our buddies, Nate and Tracy. Nate is actually, believe it or not, I have to say, it's really sad that Nate had to work on a Sunday morning. I know. So sad. You know, I I'm not sure what this world's coming to. <laughs> ben, how are you today? He works hard. I'm very good. How are you? Um, I'm excellent, actually. Played a lot of golf this week. We're going to talk about golf today. So we're going to talk about <laughs> some golf today. Be the new intro. <laughs> yeah. We were thinking about it, but I, I like kind of like the four. I should have mm -hmm. said two. So we're going to talk about Stonebridge Country Club. Uh, we played Stonebridge Country Club last Saturday with Nate and Tracy. And um, ironically, the course is probably one of the top golf courses in, in New Hampshire. I would say it's been rated, it's been rated pretty highly the last couple of years. Um, I know that the Union Leaders Reader's Choice Award, they gave it, they gave it a number one for the last couple of years. Um, really long golf course. Beautiful golf course set in the hills of Goffstown, New Hampshire. If you've never been there before, I highly, highly recommend that you play it's this beautiful. golf course. The only thing it had not going for it this week is it just was really, really dry, like a lot of New Hampshire golf courses, a lot of New England golf courses. But the tee boxes were green. The greens were beautiful. The views um, were The views were spectacular. Absolutely. And, you know, it just, unfortunately, the rain didn't dampen our day, though. Ironically, when we got there, Ben, it's raining. You know what I mean? We get there and they hadn't had any rain in weeks. So we brought a little rain with us and it rained for the first hour that we were playing. But then it got hot, hot, hot. It was a hot day on Saturday. What'd you think, Jen? It was beautiful. Yeah. Was, I was upset I didn't have a jacket. At first. And I was wet and I. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> it was My cold first time in the morning. golfing in the rain. Yeah. It was raw and cold when we got there. And mm -hmm. then by 12 o'clock when we were making the turn to the 10th hole. It was smoking hot, and we it was no and it was loop. a beautiful day, beautiful, beautiful golf course. It was beautiful. Um, like I told you, it's a it's highly acclaimed golf course. You can go on their website. You can see they they have memberships there. Um, they have a beautiful nineteenth hole that we'll talk about in a little bit. And mm -hmm. um, it was the 2018, 2019 rated the number one golf course in New Hampshire by Union Leader, and it is absolutely spectacular. There's some golf holes there. It's a target target golf course. Okay, and then uh, we'll explain that later what target golf means, but um, I wanted to give some accolades to uh, the general manager, Jason Jazokas. He welcomed us there. We had a great time. Uh, the food was great. The atmosphere it was, was great. Awesome. The Everybody that worked there was spectacular. They were all friendly. They were all really excited about um, the fact that we were going to have this podcast today. Even the guys that were playing in front of us, the four guys that were playing in front of us, they were laughing and we gave them our card, showed them where the, how to get, how oh, to get in touch right. with us on the podcast. And they, they had a great time too. We, I made sure to go over and ask if they had a good time. They really enjoyed the course. So let's talk about some, let's talk about some course stats here. The ease of getting a tee time, very, very easy to get a tee time. Go online, golf time. I mean, um, go online to Stonebridge country club and you can get a tee time six days in advance. You can call in, of course, um, weekday prices for 18 holes, 59 bucks. Weekend seventy dollars with a cart, not bad. That's average average golf price, you know, and the yardage. Okay, now this golf course is a beautiful golf course. Okay, it is a not 
like a hugely long golf course, but it's longer than any of the other golf courses we've we've featured so far. The whites, um, which are their golds, were 6,388 yards, a rating of 71, and a slope of 133. Okay, so a more difficult golf course. Um, from the ladies, to give you guys an idea, where, where Janine and Tracy were playing from was 4,747 yards. The rating was 67.5, and the slope was 116. Now, I did those numbers on purpose for you today because I wanted to explain to you what slope and rating mean. Do you know what slope and rating are? I actually don't. Okay, well, we're going to enlighten gonna people today. today. All right. Rating is how a scratch golfer would play against par. Okay, so the rating of this golf course was 71. The par is 72. So a scratch golfer, when he plays this golf course, typically should shoot a 71. And do people know what a scratch golfer means? Yeah, all right. You tell me what a scratch golfer is. I actually... Okay, a scratch... Oh, no. <laughs> ben, <laughs> you know what a scratch golfer is? In. <laughs> Let's see if Ben knows what a scratch golfer is. Uh, they're typically around par, is that... Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's someone who's basically awesome. shooting, uh, they're like an O or one or two, one, so o, not one or two handicap. <laughs> no, I am not a scratch golfer. I aspire to be a scratch golfer. We should all aspire to be scratch golfers. Um, it's just a level before you would become, you know, a pro golfer. Okay. Awesome. Um, so the slope is the formula in which you rate a scratch golfer. Now that we know what a scratch golfer is against a bogey golfer. Now a bogey golfer means 18, someone who on 18 holes will shoot 18 over par. Okay, so if in this course, 72 would make it a 90, right? So the slope on this golf course is 133, which is a big formula on that. You subtract one versus the other, but it's typically the average USGA golf course across the country is 120 is a slope rating. Even though the USGA says it's 113, there's very few 113 sloped golf courses. So when you're looking at a golf card and you see that it's 133, it means that it's higher. So that means that it's harder than the average golf course. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. So if, one if 120 is the median, then 133, which this golf course is, means it's a little bit more difficult. So if you're a beginning golfer, maybe you want to stay away from a 140 or 150 sloped golf course. Um, like for example, Torrey Pines, a very famous golf course down in South Carolina. The rating on Torrey Pines, the scratch golfer at Torrey Pines rating is 80. So that means that par 72, the average scratch golfer would shoot eight over par. Have so, you been? Uh, no, I have not. Huh. But and I, again, we'll Where be happy it to. Again? It's in South Carolina. Okay. They've had many, right, many uh, US Opens <laughs> there and a really cool spot. I'm ready. Torrey Pines has, I think, four golf courses, maybe six. Um, and the slope, okay, we have a slope of 133 for Stonebridge. The slope at Torrey Pines is 160. So. The bogey golfer is going to have a miserable experience at Torrey Pines. Although you'll be saying you can say to somebody, "Play Torrey Pines." So let's get scoring. back. Let's get back to let's get back to Stonebridge. What did you love most about Stonebridge? I just love being out in nature and the views, and I'm just really trying to learn. Yeah, it it was amazing. Oh, the, the, I know what I love. I had okay. a par, my first par. <laughs> yes, Jen's first par. <laughs> We're going to talk about that when we get down to uh, some other stuff. It was on the 16th hole. Good spot. Beautiful mm -hmm. spot. We've got some pictures rolling through. We're going to throw those pictures onto Facebook for you, too. Uh, really majestic. It's set in the hills of, of Goffstown. It has a, um, a couple of amazing par fives on the back. There's three par fives on the back, as a matter of fact. Um, the 10th hole is a par five. And then there's two par fives that are basically, you don't know that they're parallel to each other, but they are parallel to each really? other when you look at the course. From, from up above, 
Yeah, basically, when you're starting that course at at um, at Goffstown, you start out with one, two, three, four. They like kind of parallel each other, and four is that little par three that we played, and yep. then five comes back, and then of course there's the the sixth hole, which is their signature hole. And it's an absolutely gorgeous hole that you have to hit over water. If you're hitting on the sixth hole from the black tees, which is all the way back, it's a 182-yard shot. And um, I scoped it on the other day when we were there, and it was like a 187-yard shot. And I'm like, one day I'm going to come back here, and I'm going to step back on the black tees, and I'm going to try my luck. Because you really – I mean, it's a little postage stamp area that you can land the ball in, and – that's you where, unfortunately, Janine, I had my best shot of the day, and Janine had her bad <laughs> oh, lie, her bad lie of the day. Hole. You yeah. wanted to take a picture of that, but you forgot. Yeah, I did. I forgot <laughs> my camera. Poor Janine was on a on the side of the hill. There's a bunker down below her. She had hit the ball straight over the water. <clears throat> she did a great job getting it over the water, but it hit into the hill, and it was just grumbly gunk over there. I think I said I hate golf at that point. (laughs) You said I'm not allowed to say that. No. She got a little aggravated and I said, listen, you're playing a very difficult course. And as a beginner, you can't get frustrated at how you're playing on a course that's not really, you know, where a beginner should. It's kind of like going out when, if you're a skier going to like, what's that? that, Black um, diamond. Like a black diamond right away. You know what I mean? I mean, or, or even the blues are right. Is it the blues? The squares there, blue squares. You lost me when you said skiing. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> me too. I ski. My idea of we skiing. Used to ski. My idea of skiing is I go down once and I'm like, oh yeah, and I, then I sit at the bar and I'm sipping a little whiskey <laughs> with my outfit on, pretending like I skied all day. So that's I'm I'm like a summer skier. It's basically, the only like sweat you're getting is from the fireplace. <laughs> yeah, I do one two runs tops, and that's it for me. So the sixth hole is is their signature hole. There's obviously the stone bridge is over to your left when you when you're coming ac- across the the water to the other side. Really, a, um, if you've never played the course before, I would suggest that if you haven't f- played it, that you drive ahead if you are able to, to see some of the shots because on the seventh hole, you really need to know where you need to land the ball. A um, couple of holes on the back, same way. But overall, I, I had a great time at this golf course. Um, I would love to play it again. I want to play um, it again when it's beautiful, the, when the grass yeah. is green and so let's, love Tracy said, I know why it's called Stonebridge now. Yeah. You she turns around and she looks at the stone bridge and she's like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> so, yes, it's, it was built um, actually not that long ago. And I believe it was 1987. It was built. Vince Molesky is the, um, is the club pro over there. I talked with him on Saturday, too. He, he's another, another great guy. He was very friendly with us Everyone's talking with great. us. Um, the course designer is Phil Wogan. So we'll give him a little credit for really doing a great layout. Um, and, you know, it just was a really wonderful day because the, the views make up for, like, if you're struggling and then you look up and you just see all the beginning of the Very Merrimack serene. Valley. Basically, we're, like, at the top of the Merrimack Valley over there and we're looking all the way down and it's absolutely gorgeous. It was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Tracy and Nate played pretty well, too. They did. They both played. Right. Tracy was smashing the ball. Um, I want to talk about the back nine. There were There were three par fives on the back nine. And as I said, the two, two of them were back to back with each other. They totaled these three par fives total 1,543 yards. Okay. Wow. So one of the par fives that we're talking about, I believe it is, um, the one that is on the downslope. What's it? Uh, number 14, right? It is amazing. Thin all the way down. There's a picture of it, of us sitting in the carts, looking at, looking down, Oh, that this was par gorgeous. five, and it's like thin on both sides, and you just—it was a great—it was a great golf shot. It and was. then the other For par you. five <laughs> is basically the opposite of it, going this way, 
right? So we're going up now 525 yards and we were going down 515 yards the other this way. Then we played a couple holes and you go back up it the other way. So it's kind of like a roller coaster ride where you're going down and then you play a couple holes and you go tick, 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 back up. And I it takes it. you like Just 27 shots to mm-hmm. get back up to that 525. <laughs> I hit my, I hit a wedge to the edge of the green. It, I thought it was going to stick there. By the time we got back up there, it had rolled back like about 40 yards. I'm like, okay, this is what I get for playing on an uphill golf course. You know, it was a difficult golf course. It was a challenging golf course. It's a target golf course. Like we talked about where you have to really know where you're going to hit the ball. You can't just get up there and smash driver. If you want to smash driver. I mean, if you have that kind of control in your driver, then go right ahead. But that's why you said you want to drive ahead with the car. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, Absolutely. And even the par threes, you know, the par threes were really, there was no blind shots on any of the par threes. They're really gorgeous. They're either, you know, you're hitting down on it or you're hitting over something. There was always a good challenge. Even the finishing, 18th finishing hole, it has this beautiful, you know, what would be filled with water. Unfortunately, it wasn't filled with water. It was halfway filled with water, but it's a we'll great approach shot to the, you're, you're hitting right towards the, the clubhouse. And, um, you know, but we're going to digress from 18 back to 16 where Janine is going to tell you about her first par, first par that she's ever gotten. Nobody helped her. Nobody even was even paying attention <laughs> to her. And cause everybody else was like in their own, in their own game at that time, 16 holes in. And we we're kind of like all ready to be done 18 holes and get, get that cocktail going. Well, I get a lot of advice from Craig and Tracy and Nate, who I love you all dearly. And I will take as much advice as I can. And everyone's very patient with me. The three of them had already shot. And Craig said, oh, get your pitching wedge, which I call my power wedge. And I went up in my bag and I said, oh, it's not here. (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't really sure where it was. And then lo and behold, this gentleman from behind us came up in his cart. Is this yours? I said, yeah, that's my pink golf club. (laughs) Yeah, Janine plays ladies um, king cobras. Beautiful, beautiful set of golf clubs. Um, Unfortunately, she just wanted to donate one to the golf cards (laughs) on the 15th green. And uh, luckily, the guy drove it up to her because what happened after that? So I proceeded to grab that power wedge. Grab that power wedge. Pitching wedge <laughs> makes me think of baseball because we're a baseball family too. Yep. Got on to right before the green, and then I chipped it in, and then I chipped it on. Chipped it on. Sorry, yep. see, I got to oh, go. Chipping off it my in. Golf chipping window. it in would have given you a birdie, which I would have been very happy with too. So you'll do that one day. And too. they weren't we'll, paying we'll attention to that. me at all. They were doing their own thing, and then I. Pot it in and got it in, and they yep. all turned around and said, did you just get a power? And I said, yep. None of you saw me. None of you said a word. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> then I was on a high for you were a laser, while. It was you awesome. You were absolutely laser focused. I was. You got up there. You set up really nice. You popped that, popped that seven-footer right in there for par. You chipped it up really well, too. I was pretty psyched. You did. You played really well. It, 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 like I said, it's a tough golf course for a beginner like you who mm-hmm. you know really had, doesn't play their ball all the way to the end that often, but you did play and you played your ball like three or four holes all the way through this time. And you know, you really are getting a lot better. We took a lesson this week with, yeah, uh, that was awesome. With our, loved it. Our new friend, Nick Antonelli who's a, um, actually going to be joining us on this, on this golf program every couple of weeks. He's going to give us some tips. He's going to be joining us either in in person or by Skype. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we, um, We'll go. We'll talk about him in a few minutes, though, because we need to finish talking about Stonebridge. What did you think once we got to the 18th hole? What did you think of that that approach shot on the 18th hole? It was pretty not an easy not an easy no, finishing shot. Not at all. I was still thinking I was going to be all that after getting my par, but 
Well, you are a Rosa fan. Oh, thank so, you. So, <laughs> you know that's that's the funniest thing. They call that a they call that an abfu when you have a after when you get a birdie right, and then you get up on the next tee, and then you absolutely just do something so horrific, and it's called an after birdie f up, right? So. Janine really? had an after par, an apfu. She had an after par F mm-hmm. up on, on her next tee shot. So, you know, it happens. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. We, we do they all, serve those at the uh, 19th? Yes, they do. You can get them with mozzarella <laughs> and, on, and a little sprinkled of um, mm-hmm. like marinara sauce. They're delicious. When they're in season. I had a few of them. <laughs> when are they not in season? Uh, I don't know. Actually, that's probably true, Ben. You can probably find them fresh anywhere <laughs> in the world. What were we talking about in golf? I don't know. <laughs> You're too funny. Oh, well, you know what? And it then, brings us to the most important hole, as we all think of. Oh, go ahead. Say and then. No, I was going to say then. and no. then the 19th hole. And, and then. then. And then. And then. Yeah, the 19th hole. It was. It's a cool little spot. Um, beautiful little clubhouse. Beautiful clubhouse, views nice. on the deck. Yep. Except I got stung by a hornet. Oh, jeez. And that was not fun. Yeah, that hornet did not want like, you sitting Ow! there. We actually had to. We actually had to change chairs because that thing just kept yeah. coming back at you. I wasn't you. sure if I was allergic or not. I was a little bit nervous, but. I they were great though. They brought you over a cup of ice not and have anaphylactic shock. So that was yeah. good. <laughs> they were great. They had a cup of cup of ice. Mm-hmm. And um. You know, the drinks were great. The golf vodka helped. With we we ran into the beer cart girl. Actually, I I we ran into the beer cart girl only once, but it was at, on the ninth hole when we we're going to the tenth hole. Yep. And she was really friendly. Um, you know, I would have loved to have seen her more because my golf game really needed something by the fourteenth. Well, Tracy calls or, that golf loop. Yeah, golf loop, as Tracy calls it. Absolutely. Um, the 19th hole, though, I had a great time there. The The food was great. Um, I had a grilled chicken sandwich. They took, I, we did their special. The four of us grabbed a, grabbed a special. These guys got it fried. I got it with uh, oh, that grilled. Oh, delicious. And uh, Tracy, who's uh, glu- glucose-free, right? She's a glucose-free person. She, uh, gluten-free, not glucose. Gluten. Yeah, glucose. What am I talking about? <laughs> I, I agreed with you, too. So. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Tracy. Sorry. And Ben's like, what are you gluten. guys talking about? What's glucose? What is so what, what, you can't chew gum? Is that what you're t- trying to tell me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what glucose is or gluten. So uh, Glucose is like a sugary substance. It's a sugary substance, substance yeah. right? Yeah. Probably not good for you either in large amounts. So where are, we going, with, where are we going with the show today? Tracy enjoyed her. Abfus, Abfus, glucose. We're just, we're glucose tolerant here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this show is? No Oh, sugar. absolutely. I think it's, I think it's. The glucose that brings us all together. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. We may lose views on that one. No, I'm kidding. So what do you give the overall rating, huh? Uh, I'm a, I actually got to – I have to tell you that if if the course was in better shape, if it was green all the way through, I would I would have given it like a really high 90s rating. But I'm, I'm actually really enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm looking forward to going back there again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a 94. He told you straight up to, you know, He did. He was very are... forthright. They were they were talking about it, like go yep. easy on us, and I'm like I. I they were it's awesome. Hard, it's hard not to go easy on any golf course because it's such a hard lifestyle to to be in. It's mm-hmm. so you know you, you don't make millions of dollars running these golf courses in New England. You know it's they don't have that year long year round mentality like in Florida or California mm-hmm. or these other places. You know it's a difficult it's a difficult life, and it's a especially when you're a pro golfer or you're someone who's only working there during the summer, and then you got to find a job in the winter time. It's you know, it's difficult. 
I know that that golf course though, I believe it's open year round and in, in the pro shop and in the, oh, it is. um, you know, for the food and stuff like that. So that, that, that helps. Um, it's a great spot in Golfstown. I mean, if you're in the Manchester area, it's, you know, 30 minutes from here in Salem, right it's here. It's an guys. hour North of Boston. Yep. Good context for anyone that's happened to be yep. watching or listening yeah, in Southern New beautiful England. Beautiful. Stone bridges everywhere. Yeah, it took sorry us, if I interrupted you. No, no, no okay. it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we appreciate I your will input. Interrupt you when I want to. <laughs> I'm all about being polite. Yeah, it's 35, 35 minutes from here, tops. You know, and like I said, real easy, real easy to book a tea time online. They, they, it's actually one of the easier ones I've seen where they just they have all the different tea times listed for you, and you just click ahead. And if you go too far ahead, it says sorry, you can't go past six days. And, you know, I think, I think they do a great job up there. I, I really wish them uh, lots of rain in the next couple yes. of weeks. And I hope that, um, you know, I hope that we can get up there again, maybe, maybe in the springtime. Courses stay open. October? Typically. Yeah. I mean, some of them stay open. Oh, uh, so we to, have plenty of golf. Some places like Wyndham, like Wyndham Country Club, I believe is, it opens as long as there's no snow on the ground and Stone, Stonebridge has it listed as opening April 1st, closing November 1st. Yep. Wow. Okay. So yep. we have plenty of golf to play. Yeah, we do. We've got plenty of golf to play. Oh, and by the way, we'll talk about Wyndham just to compare slopes and we'll go back to slopes and ratings, right? Here's the slope for Wyndham from the whites, right? Men's whites, 67. Okay. So that means that a scratch golfer is going to shoot 67, 68, right? And the slope is 122. Okay. So, so Wyndham is an average... American golf course, 122 for the slope is right, right there with the, with the, um, can I ask you a question? Cause I, sure. I genuinely don't know this. Um, does par remain the same for the golf course, no matter which tee you're shooting off and then you just adjust from there. So you, I think you said this is a 72 par course. Yep. So Some from of, that, is that from championship all the way down to ladies tees? Correct. Is that how that works? Yep. Typically in the golf course, but most golf courses can range from par 70 to 72. Okay. Yep. So like I know that we, when we play Merrimack Golf Course in a couple of weeks, I believe their par is 70 or 71. Um, the par for here was 72 for, and for Wyndham, it's 72 as well. You can so, read them. Yep. <laughs> I can when it's I'm like impressed. far enough away from my face. <laughs> but no, typically there won't be like, it won't be a par five for men and then a par four for women. But Got it. it could be. There, there are courses that are like that, that it's a par four for women and a par five for men. But I, I've never seen one around here. And if anybody knows of one around here, let me know. We'd like to go check that out because that'd be pretty cool where it's, where it's a longer shot for the men. And a, but for the women, hmm. I, I thought Stonebridge was, you know, that's a good, a good golf course. I mean, it's 5,000 yards. You're going to get a good time. It, it really, every one of your shots was over, over something or, you know, or you had to really smash it out there. The par fives, again, I, I got to give accolades to those par fives because they were just so much fun to play. Oh, you know? yeah. And if anyone wants to golf with us, I know Ann Gubellini expressed interest, Steve Melissus, my friend Bucky, anyone, please yeah, come play friend, with us. We're our friends are definitely getting into I know it. Pete Chomsky will play again. And yeah. We're getting into on. it. I'm, next week, we're actually going to be playing at um, a great little golf course called Hidden Creek. And hopefully, we won't find that Hidden oh, Creek with any of our balls. Wait. It's supposed to be beautiful. In Litchfield, New Hampshire. Um, and I'm going to quote of the day. I get a good quote of the day. Right. We did our quote of the day last week. Uh-huh. So this one's from Roy Tin Cup McAvoy. One of my, <laughs> you know, one of, one of my, <laughs> Ben's already like, oh God, hold the button here. See if I say anything our bad. Our golf pro loved Tin button. Cup. The, you know, one of the, uh, this is for you, Nick, actually. If you're going to watch this, I just want to let you know you inspired me when we talked about Tin Cup at our lesson last week. Wonderful lesson. Yep. 
Golf and sex are the two things you can enjoy, even if you're not good at, at them. Sorry, I blew that. Let me try it again. <laughs> Golf and sex are the two things you can enjoy, even if you're not good at them. All right? That was good. All right, speaking so let's of, talk uh, about your lesson. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Beth. I was going to say, speaking of golf and sex, I have a quote from Tiger Woods. Okay. To oh, no. <laughs> quote that says, achievements on the golf course are not what matters. Decency and honesty are what matter. Okay. Isn't that Tiger. ironic coming yeah. from him? Too, was mm-hmm. that before he Amen. took a nine iron to the side of his beautiful I'm SL55? SL that was the case. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I I love Tiger, and and it hey, just shows you that it shows you how he's not life, perfect. So. Just be, and when people think he's perfect, he's not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You know, Janine's perfect. I'm oh. not perfect. <laughs> you kidding me? I thought more of Tiger after wow. that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, the comeback. Honestly, the comeback that he made. Which one? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know, winning the Masters, though. I mean, people wanted to watch nobody, him golf even more after yeah, that. So. Absolutely. When he's in a when he's in a tournament, I mean, the, the ticket. I like watching. You know, people talk about like LeBron James and and Tom Brady and all these guys and how you know even like how Wayne Gretzky changed the game of of hockey. You know, Tiger really out of all of those sports, Tiger changed golf more than any other athlete has ever influenced golf. He brought the purses. The purses went from nothing. These guys were making nothing. And now, you know, you you win two over $2 million for winning the Masters. I mean, when it was $800,000 before, wow. you know wow. what I mean? It was just the purses are so huge now. There's so many millions and millions of dollars in golf, and it's all because of Tiger. And Tiger has spawned this whole generation, two generations now, to be honest with you, because he's in his mid-40s, Right. Uh, he's spawned two generations of kids that wanted to be Tiger, Rory McIlroy, all these, all these golfers. They, awesome. you know, they idolized him, and you know they're even better than he is. And he, it's kind of scary to think that golf. that they're, you know. That's when I started watching more. Oh God, yeah, we tune in. Him. You tune in every week for that guy. So we are going to wrap this up in a few minutes. We wanted to talk really quick about our lesson. We, we're going to have Nick Antonelli on here. He's a teaching professional and a playing professional, I should say, too, at uh, the Willow Creek Golf Academy at Atkinson Country Club, another golf course that we're going to be getting to in a couple of weeks to preview that for you. Um, mm-hmm. We had a great lesson with him. He gives group lessons. He does individual lessons. That's right down there at the, at the golf academy. Really great, simple teacher, um, listens. He was and, wonderful. Janine's going to progress with him. I even took a lesson just to get my refresher going, and it really helped me out a lot. I had a great round of golf the next day at, at Campbell Scottish Highlands. Um, played a lot of golf this week. We're playing golf this afternoon with Nate and Tracy. And this Friday coming up, we're going to be playing at Hidden Creek. Uh, so if you do want to join us, I do have some tee times available for you. We're going to be playing at Merrimack Golf Course uh, the week after that and then Atkinson Country Club. So it's going to be a great three weeks of golf coming up, and I hope that you can join us. I really appreciate you watching us, listening to us. Tune into the United Podcast Network. And Ben, thank you as always. If you want a lesson, go to Nick. He was great. You're the best, Ben. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for watching. Take care. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat. The man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.